Hey everybody, welcome back. This is the Sweaty Eddie Show, episode 14. Today I'm just doing this by myself. Uh, I've been procrastinating a bit. Today is Thursday, May 20th. It's supposed to be out already, so I got home from work and now I'm recording alone. My wife's upstairs getting a little bit more sleep. I didn't want to bother her and I want to just get something off my chest a little bit. So yesterday I was at work and I was feeling mentally just not good. I didn't feel good at all. And it has a lot to do with expectations I have and kind of a shift in priorities. And one of my good friends is actually is leaving my company and going to a different place to work, which is also very sad. So let me just give a quick shout out to my buddy Donnell. I've been working with him for the past almost six years now, and he's been on the job 23 years. And he's taught me, I mean, basically everything I know about being a fireman whether it be in the fire or at the firehouse, how to carry yourself. So I'd like to give just a quick thanks to Donnell. I'm going to miss him, and I love him. (laughs) So that had me a little bummed yesterday. Also, those who've been paying attention for a long time know that I am on the promotional list for my job, which I don't talk about my job that much just because, I don't know, if it feels weird to me to be talking about, especially for people that aren't on the job. You don't really know what I'm talking about, so you're not really on the inside. But I wanted to just give a quick little journey to getting on the fire department and to where I am now. So let me start at the beginning. My daddy was a fireman, and he retired. And he and my grandfather are the inspiration for me becoming a fireman. So when I was 18 years old, I told my father, listen, I want to be a fireman. And he said, all right. You got to live here and it's going to take a long time. You got to be patient and you got to put the work in. And I said, all right. I didn't even know what I was agreeing to. I just knew that he worked two days a week and that's what I wanted to do. So basically that was it. I didn't know anything about the job and I just wanted to work as little as possible. So that makes sense to a lot of people that are listening right now. And every time people say, oh, you know, you only work two days a week. That's by design. I mean, I made it that way and that was one of my main purposes. So I moved and I applied for the test in 2010 and I waited three and a half years until they called my number. So that was a long, tough wait, a lot of belly aching, a lot of whining to my dad about this is going to happen, wah, 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 and uh, probably not. Once my number came out, he's like, yeah, you're a little far down on the list. I don't know if they're going to get to you. But ultimately they did and I was the happiest little boy in the whole world because I didn't have a backup plan really I mean I would have joined the military if I had to but I didn't want to do that I really wanted to get my two day a week job because I'm just a lazy boy so once I got on the fire department I was very happy and I made new friends and I realized what the actual job was you know I got to see it up close I got to train and learn how to be a fireman and it turns out I actually loved doing the work You know, it is hard work, but it's fulfilling work and it feels good to go in there and do things that, you know, not everybody else is willing to do. And it makes me feel good when I do it the right way. I've been a fireman now for almost eight years and my father was always pushing me, even since day one, listen, you got to study, get in the books and you got to be a captain. You got to be a chief. You got to move your way up through the ranks. So the next rank above fireman is captain. So I, you know, I basically blew my dad off for the first three years, you know, saying, I got to learn how to be a fireman first before I become a captain. And he told me that that's not right. You have to always be studying, always learn more and more and more because it will help you down the line when you're ready to become a captain. 
because that's what a captain is. He's a he needs to know basically everything about being a fireman. So the way that you do that is you have to study, you have to read. Because when I first was on the fire department, once I got out of the academy, they placed me in one of the slowest places in the whole city. So we didn't get much fires, much runs. So there's nothing else really you can do besides drill and read. So I did a little bit, you know, just enough to appease him. He would call me every once in a while and say, hey, you've been studying, you've been reading. And I'd be like, yeah, kind of, not really. You know, I don't lie to him. But I was doing a little bit. I would read a chapter here or there every once in a while. But I was really just stuffing my fat face, enjoying my five days off. You know, I had a second job for about a minute. I hated it, so I quit. And that was that for the first four five years. Then once the test came around to be a captain, I was like, all right, I'm going to start to take this serious. I took a class. And 2017 in the summer, I signed up for the test. And I studied from July all the way to April when I took the second part of the test. It's a two-part test. And if you come out in the top 20, you're almost guaranteed to be promoted to captain. So that was my goal. I wanted to be at least number 20, and that would be a nice, comfortable position to be in. So eventually they call my number for that too. I get promoted. I get a raise. I get a little bit more responsibility. It's It makes it exciting again because it's a brand new thing. You know, I've been a fireman a long time now, so you kind of get into little rhythms and you know things get a little monotonous and boring in some ways and the captain would be a nice way to to really push myself and make it exciting again make it a little scary so I took it very serious and I took the test finished in April and I had to wait all the way until January of 2018 for the results to come out so I was doing a lot of belly aching and whining and asked my dad oh I don't know how I did and people were comparing notes about what questions they got wrong or did you say this or did you say that? Oh, I forgot to say that. Like, how are they going to score this? So once January rolled around, the list came out at midnight. I was checking, checking. Every day I would check because I knew in January around some that time that it would come out. So I checked at midnight and I found my name number four on the list. And I was ecstatic. I mean, I can't even describe it to you. It was midnight. I didn't go to sleep until like four in the morning because I just, I kept thinking about, I really did put the work in and I did it. You know, and everybody congratulated me. I went out to dinner with a chief that helped me, my dad, my friend Downer, my friend Kyle, and then we celebrated. Now, that was three years ago. And usually if you're in the top five, I mean, you're going to get promoted within the first six months. So I was a little bit nervous about that. I, I don't know if I was ready. You know, now that I, I did all the work and I, I did as well as I could, now I started getting nervous because at that time I only had five or not even six years on the job. And was I ready to be in charge of men and women that have been on the job, you know, 10 plus years, 20 years, like my friend Donnell has been on 23 years now. And uh, I wasn't sure. So I got to move over to the engine and learn a little bit more about that side of it because I've been a truckman my whole life. The truck's got the ladders, the engine's got the water. So I got to learn how to talk on the radio. I was writing in the book for my captain and I was getting excited you know they're saying oh you know maybe April May of 2018 this is going to happen for you so we got to you know make sure you're on the radio every day make sure you're writing the book I'll teach you how to use the computers and all these things so now I'm really excited it was exciting to go to work because you know on the horizon was the next chapter well go to summer ah they push it back you know what probably after summer's over you guys will get promoted and we've been playing this game, you know, the whole time. I'm still not promoted to now. It's 2021. It's been two years and 
four months since the list came out. And yesterday I was told again that they kicked the can down the road. It's not going to happen in May. It's going to maybe happen in September, October. So, I, you know, I was getting a little frustrated now because now I feel like I'm ready. I'm ready to take the next step. And just the not knowing, I'm in that same position when I was waiting to get on the fire department. Just kind of bellyaching, complaining about why, 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 why not me? Why not now? Why can't they do this? So I know that's a terrible headspace to be in, and I don't want to be in it anymore. I want to start to take more control of what I can because I have no control. I did the best I could. I came out on the top of the list, and... That's it. That's all I could do for that. So if they don't call my number, I'll take the next one serious because the next test is out in September. So I got to take the written and then the second part of the test is at the beginning of next year. So if I'm not promoted by then, I, I better take it serious so I come out on top again. I'm doing this podcast by myself because I don't want to rely on Meg either because I've been putting a little too much weight on her. You know, Meg, you know, are we ready? And then the kids are bothering, bothering. And it's a little stressful for her. Because she's, you know, she didn't really sign up for this. This is what I signed up for. So I wanted to let you guys know that sometimes I get a little down, but this is a good way to pick myself back up. And I hope it could pick somebody else up too, because sometimes you get in those funks and those days where you just feel like nothing's going your way. You know, 10 years ago, if I would have told myself I'd be belly aching about not being a captain yet, I would have smacked myself in the face because, you know, I was delivering Chinese food back then. No health care and... I didn't have more than a thousand bucks to my name. Now I'm doing much better than that. So I got to take a step back and be grateful for what I have. So that's all I wanted to say about, about that. So if you guys are wondering, no, I'm not getting promoted anytime soon. Yes, I do care about it, but I'm trying to settle into focus on my, my diet and my health and everything else that's been going on. The crypto, let me give an update on the crypto. There was a humongous crash the past couple days, went down 50% whole market's down. I got people texting me, hey, what's going on? I'm going to sell everything. Oh, I'm glad I didn't get in. How you feeling? You know, stuff like that. And I feel great. I'm never going to sell. And if you got the stones, hold it. This isn't financial advice. But in my opinion, things are looking bright in the crypto world. This was inevitable. I'm glad that I can stick through this and it did affect me a little bit because I've been putting a little more money into crypto than maybe I should because I've been banking on the promotion which we know now is not happening so that's another reason I've been getting a little down on myself because I've maybe overextended a little bit with the cash but we're going to rein it in I was a little sad that I couldn't buy too much of the dip yesterday but I'm not in a position to so there'll be other dips that's the time to buy and now is the time to hold so if you want to talk to me about crypto you can always reach out to me at Sweaty3DDY on Instagram and Twitter. Also with the website, I've been feeling a little bit down about this too. I haven't been putting too much effort into the website now that I've switched the focus onto my diet and to exercise. Me and Meg have been doing a little bit of yard work, which has been good. I'm, it makes her happy when, when we get the stuff looking good outside because she does keep the house great inside. I don't always hold up my end of the bargain outside, but we've been doing leaves here and there. And today, I'm hoping to go out with her and do a little bit more yard work. I got to talk to Dave. I, haven't, I don't even know what we're doing today. Because uh, yesterday at work, I didn't talk to anybody. I just left my phone in my locker, and I kind of just sulked all day like a big baby. But the sulking is over, and now it's time to be happy and look forward. So I'd like to give an update also on my diet. It's been about a week and a half, and not perfect, but I've been staying inside the 8 to 10 hour window, 
and I've been trying to reduce the calories. I've been eating a little bit of bread. I had some ice cream the other day, just a little bit. Meg ordered these kids' meals from the diner, and they give you a little a dessert, and they give chocolate ice cream, which isn't you know the most tempting thing. But when you haven't had ice cream all week, I mean, I would eat any kind of ice cream. So I'm trying to cut back on that too. Yesterday at work, I didn't eat too bad. Just mostly meat and vegetables. And I'm going to try to keep that going. As for the cold showers, I've taken two cold showers. And then a couple hot ones. And a medium shower. I think I want to kind of stay in the medium range. I don't like it too cold. I mean, I can't even stand in there and wash myself. It's ridiculous. And the hot showers, now I feel like a degenerate if I'm going to be a lazy bastard. And and just accept the comfort of the warmth. So now I just kind of do right in the middle range. It's not cold, not hot. Just kind of room temperature water which is still chilly and I, I feel like it's puts a little zap in me so I actually need a shower right now I literally came home from work set up the podcast equipment and started talking because Meg and the babies are stirring now and Meg's gonna be brushing their teeth and coming down soon she's gonna be like what the heck are you doing right now <laughs> uh, so that's about it for that so yesterday at work I was watching a lot of uh, Don Rickles videos Tom Rickles is one of my grandfather's favorite comedians. My mom loves him. And I've always been trying to make my mother laugh. So if I can f- try to emulate the comedians that she likes, maybe you know I could be funny to her. But I also like Don Rickles. So I was watching some of his uh, old late night TV spots where he's heckling Johnny Carson. He's heckling the guests. He's heckling the audience. And then I just started going on a rabbit hole through his videos and listening to him talk. And he, I mean, he was magnificent. I mean... The guy, when it was time to be on, he was on. So I wanted to just read a quote that I found in one of his videos that he was saying. And it hits exactly where I want to be. I'm not there now, obviously. But it's a good goal for me to set and aspire to. So this is a quote from the great Don Rickles. And anything you do, if you just go do the ordinary line and just have the general approach, you'll be the average guy. If you believe in what you do, you cause excitement. You're going to get people that say, I love him or I can't stand him. And so be it. And that's how I want to be. If people love me, hate me, it doesn't matter. As long as I'm bringing the excitement and bringing some kind of change, I, want, I don't want to be the average. I want to be extraordinary. So here come my babies and my Meg down for the morning. Hey, Lil. How you doing, babe? <laughs> hey, Ari. Yeah? That's good. Hey, Mama. I'm just doing a quick episode. I was hoping that you'd stay uh, upstairs a little bit longer, but Meg came down early today. Usually, she's not even out of the bed until 9 o'clock. It's 8.35. You're down early. Good for you. (laughs) So, this was just a short, sweet one. Uh, I'm going to do better next week. Maybe I'll sit and actually talk to Meg. Uh, Just know that anytime you're feeling down... Talk it through. Talk to yourself. Talk to somebody else. That's my my best way to get out of it. And today is going to be a good day. And I hope you guys enjoy the Sweaty Eddie show. And I hope you keep listening. 